Tonight, our comic news cup runneth over. Plus, we look at who walked away with Eisner Awards on this comics edition of Multiverse. Tonight, comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. Here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Multiverse Tonight Comics Edition. I'm your host, Thomas Townley. Well, San Diego Comic Con has dumped a lot of news on us, so uh, I won't, you know, I won't uh, puff up the opening here. If you'd like to listen to the Sci-Fi Edition, just go back one episode in, the, in your feed and listen. There was a lot of news there about Star Trek, Star Wars, and uh, the Orville. Now, let's get on with some Marvel news. We all miss Stan Lee since he passed away last year. At this year's SDCC, Stan's company, POW Entertainment, announced the development of a new animated series, The Amazing Stan. Produced in conjunction with Pure Imagine Studios, the series will focus on young Stan Lee in grade school, showing off his imagination at a young age. The constant dreamer who th treats his childhood like a testing ground for adventures that will one day fuel his world-famous characters. Stan and his friends imagine themselves in and out of these amazing experiences as they learn to take risks, explore new ideas, and never, ever give up. You know, it sounds very similar to the old Fox cartoon Bobby's World, or maybe even, maybe even Muppet Babies. Uh, there's no word yet on where or when this show will air. Doctor Doom is getting his own comic series. Doctor Doom will be written by AMC's Halt and Catch Fire creator, Chris Cantwell, and have art by Salvador La Roca. The series will find Victor Von Doom as a bit of a crossroads in his life. According to the release, quote, after spending much of his time warning against a trillion dollar global effort to create the first artificial black hole, Doom is now wrestling with visions of an entirely different life and a better future. But when a massive terrorist attack results in massive casualties, Doom is the prime suspect. What will happen when Dr. Doom is running from the law and himself? Unquote. Dr. Doom is the prisoner. Or is he the fugitive? Probably the fugitive. Anyway. Congrats to Avengers Endgame for finally crossing that finish line and passing Avatar to become the number one grossing film of all time, not adjusted for inflation. Avatar will probably have a chance to get that title back though, as a re-release of Avatar is expected before Avatar 2 comes out. 
And uh, while we're on the subject of Endgame, and while we're on the subject, in Endgame, one of the best moments was the handoff of the title of Captain America to the, to the Falcon. The Falcon will now return in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Anthony Mackie on Sebastian Stan spoke with MTV News at the Comic-Con, and Mackie did confirm that he'll be wearing a Captain America suit in the show, saying, quote, It looks really good, unquote. So, let's get into that post-endgame phase of Marvel. At the Marvel Hall H panel, Kevin Feige, president of Marvel Studios, laid it all out. First up, Black Widow on May Day of 2020. Followed by the Externals on November 6, 2020. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness on May 7, 2021. Thor, Love and Thunder. And he also revealed that a new Blade movie starring Mahershala Ali and, and was also in the offing, as well as Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and Spider-Man 3. Feige also dropped word that they're working on a Fantastic Four and an X- and X-Men on getting MCV- MCU movies at some point. And so... Uh, that maybe at some point they'll have an all-new, all-different Avengers team as well. You know, I think the next Avengers movie should be Avengers versus X-Men. Make that your make that your big uh, tentpole in like five, ten years or so. On Disney's plus on the, on the Disney Plus side, we have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We also have WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, and What If. What If is a rather interesting interesting uh, show. It's an animated series, and will have a slew of guest stars. The list includes Michael B. Jordan, Sebastian Stan, Josh Brolin, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, Haley Atwell, Chadwick Boseman, Karen Gillian, Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, Neil McDonough, Dominic Cooper, Sean Gunn, Natalie Portman, David Dashmillian, Stanley Tucci, T- Tiki Watiti, Toby Jones, Jaiman Honshu, Jeff Colbloom, Michael Rooker, and Chris Sullivan, among others. All will be coming back to voice their MCU roles alongside Jeffrey Wright, who will be narrating the series as The Watcher. We will get stories like, what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? You know, I'm so looking forward to this. This sounds like a, a great concept and something that, you know, will be enjoyable to watch. Now, Here's something weird for you. A woman in Nebraska has decried a statue as demonic and anti-Christian because she believes it's representative of the devil. The thing is, it's a statue of Spider-Man's hands in the web-shooter pose with webs coming out of the wrists. According to the Lincoln Journal-Star, reports are that an email was sent to Lincoln Mayor the Ryan Gaylor Bird from an unidentified woman saying that, quote, it's a sculpture of two hands open, painted red and black, and formed into devil horns. She also called the six-foot sculpture ugly and asked it to be moved because it's a hate crime against the church. The statue is one of 50 statues in an art project called Serving Hands Lincoln. The city will not be seeking to remove the sculpture, which will be available for auction on October 25th to benefit the nonprofit organization, Campus life. Rock on. Whoosh, whoosh. 
Now, let's uh, cover the DC news. Lucifer is in its final season. The final season was originally going to be 10 episodes long, but Netflix has announced that it will pick up the show for an additional 6 episodes to help the show properly wind down. You know, that just reminds me that I really do need to catch up. This fall, we'll also see the end of Arrow. The hit CW show is ending after 8 seasons. Entertainment Weekly, as part of an Arrowverse cover, a cover shoot with the magazine released a video. I'll have uh, vi- the uh, show. I'll have that in my show notes. Now, uh, work on this season has been a bit exciting for series star Stephen Amell, so much that the night before he was set to tape his first scene of the season, he was having difficulty sleeping. He tweeted at 1:02 a.m. quote Going to have a tough time sleeping tonight. Work tomorrow is going to be pretty." Cool. Well, let's see if he goes out with a bang. Arrow's final season begins on October 15th. Looks like James Olsen might be going back to Metropolis. According to Entertainment Weekly, Mashad Brooks will be leaving Supergirl in the first half of season 5. Brooks will be leaving the show to focus on feature films, developing his own cable series, and working on a book. No word on when his character will leave, but according to showrunners Robert Rovner and Jessica Quiller, the door will remain open for Mashad to return. Now, let's uh, look at some a couple of new characters for Supergirl. A Polish businesswoman will, and heir to the Central American em- tech empire, Andrea Rojas, a.k.a. Akarta, is now making a hostile advance into the world of media. Unapologetic and afraid to make waves, she will also hold a mystical secret. Andrea Rojas will be played by Julie Gonzalo and will appear in the first ha- in the uh, season premiere. Also, British actor Stas Nair from Game of Thrones will show up to play a very different character from Dothraki Warrior. From a Dothraki Warrior, Stas will be playing William Day, a hardened reporter who seems to be a cynic and a sellout who looks down on Kara's idealism. Day is not here to make friends; he just wants to make the story but his criminal underworld ties could be problematic. Mm. He sounds like kind of a very shallow character to me, one created to just get in trouble so he can be saved. Supergirl will come back to, to come back to the airwaves on October 6th. At the San Diego Comic-Con Batwoman panel, it is revealed that the series will introduce Tommy Elliot, the man who will eventually become the supervillain Hush. Now, the uh, character of Hush first appeared as part of a 12-part story in Batman Issues 608 to 619. And uh, while we're in the Arrowverse, we have to talk about this year's big crossover. This year, it will be their version of Crisis on Infinite Earth. Brandon Roth will be back this time as Superman, and at SDCC, it was revealed that he would be the Superman based on Kingdom Come. It's unclear how the Superman will fit into the crossover. The crossover will debut across Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and the new series, Batwoman, later this year. Now, let's take a moment to hear from Radio Public. I'd like to thank you for listening to this edition of Multiverse Tonight. You know, one way you can support the show is to listen to it through the Radio Public app. 
Every episode of Multiverse Tonight is heard through the Radio Public app for iPhone or Android means that you can get this podcast and we get a couple of cents in our can. Find the Radio Public app in Google and iTunes app stores and give us a try today. Radio Public is truly a, a uh, great, act, great app. They do uh, throw a couple shekels my way if you listen to uh, the podcast through them, but you don't have to. Listen wherever you like. Now, going on with the uh, DC News, over on the DC Universe side, an accident has taken the life of Titan's special effects coordinator, Warren Appleby, who has passed away after being struck by a heavy object while filming the series. According to a report from TMZ, the incident took place at a test facility where the crew tests out stunts they plan to enact on the show. The stunt included a car flipping onto its side. Unfortunately, a piece of shrapnel flew off and struck Mr. Appleby in the head. He died en route to a Toronto hospital. Warner Brothers Television issued a statement about this tragedy, saying, quote, We are heartbroken and devastated by the passing of our treasured colleague, Special Effects Coordinator Warren Appleby. After an incident which occurred at a special effects facility during the preparation and testing for an upcoming shoot, Warren is beloved by all who worked with him during an impressive 25-year career in television and motion pictures. The exec producers, along with everyone in the Titans family, Warner Brothers, Television Group, and DC Universe, wish to express, express, express our deepest condolences and heartfelt love and support to Warren's family and friends at this most difficult time. Unquote. Production was shut down for two days, and Canada's Ministry of Labor is now investigating the incident. In the comics news side, DC Comics has announced a new Birds of Prey series will, that will star Harley Quinn, Black Canary, and the Huntress. The comic will be out in October and be written by Brian Azzarello, Azzarello with art by Manuela Lupacino, Ray McCarthy, and Trish Mulvihill. Mr. Azzarello, in the press release, said, quote, It's cool to have a story to tell about these characters I've never worked on before, with Emma, a terrific artist I've never worked with before. Having Harley involved screws with the new BOP dynamic. Hell, with every dynamic. She's chaos, but she might be the most together member of the team. Canary, Huntress, and Montoya have a lot of damaged baggage. Emma and I are going to unpack it. Unquote. The plot, according to the press release, is, quote, Black Canary's life has spiraled out of control. Her personal life is going through the ringer, and her band is in crisis. An old flame resurfaces only to flicker out and set Dinah on an all-new mission against an all-new opponent, Los Esposas de la Morta. The only thing Diana can be grateful for is the fact that she's not alone, as Huntress finds herself on the collision course with Black Canary's quarry at Detective Montoya's urging. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Harley Quinn has resurfaced outside of Gotham City and out of the Suicide Squad with a new lease on life that is sure to make everyone's life more complicated. And that's only the first five pages of this dynamic new outgoing seri ongoing series. Unquote. Well, good news, Tom King fans. Tom King is going to be writing the New Gods movie. Well, King will be collaborating with New Gods director Ava DuVernay on the script. Although it's not known if Ava will be co-writing or just giving her input, King was well suited for the task, having previously written Mr. Miracle. 
There is no word on when filming might start or a release date. DC Universe Online is coming to the Nintendo Switch on August 6th. The game launched in 2011 and will be free to play. The one setback is if you have is that you have to ha that is that DC Universe Online is coming to Nintendo Switch on August 6th. The game launched in 2011 and is free to play. The one setback is if you have an account on another platform, you won't be able to port it over to the Switch. So you'll have to start all the way at the beginning. But who knows? Maybe you'll make an even better character this time. Batman Beyond is finally getting a release on Blu-ray. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment announced at San Diego that the series will be coming to Blu-ray on October 29th and on digital download on October 15th. This year marks the series' 20th anniversary. All 52 episodes will be on a 4-disc set along with two bonus discs and a remastered version of Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. The Eisner Awards were handed out at, at the San Diego Comic-Con. The big winner was Tom King, who walked away with the awards for Best Writer, Best Limited Series, Best Short Story for his story in the Swamp Thing Winter Special, and Best Graphic Album, and all, and it, which was his reprint for The Vision. He missed only one award, Best Continuing Series, which went to John Allison, Max Seren, and Julia Magical's Giant Days. We'll have a list of the winners on, on our website in the show notes. Now, let's go to the geek news. You know, Tiki Watiti has been a very prolific guy. Not only does he have Thor, What We Do in the Shadows, the series, and the movie, and the Time Bandit series as well, but he now gets to voice a character in an upcoming episode of Rick and Morty. Upcoming cameos in Season 4 of the popular series include Sam Neill, Paul Giamatti, and Kathleen Turner. Season 4 of Rick and Morty will air in November. Now, have you watched Amazon Prime's new superhero series, The Boys, yet? It's awesome. And Amazon thinks it's awesome, too. Before the series was even out, Amazon announced the renewal of the series at the Boys panel at San Diego Comic-Con. The series, which has gotten a 74% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, is based on the comic by Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson, and is executive produced by Seth Rogen and Eric Kripke, and stars Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, Aaron Moriarty, Jessica T. Usher, Laz Alonso, Chance Crawford, Tomer Capon, Karen Fukuhara, and Elizabeth Shue. The Boys is set in a world where superheroes tend to abuse their powers instead of using them for good. The Boys are a group that's out to expose the heroes for the terrible people they are. IDW has acquired Peter Mar Marska's critically acclaimed Sunday Press Books, which is best known for its archival work collecting American newspaper comic strips. Sunday Press has collected such classic strips as Dick Tracy, Lone Nemo in Slumberland, and Crazy Cat in oversized hardcovers, so the material appears in its original dimensions. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Now, be sure to check us out on social media. 
We're at Twitter at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute some money, please go visit mtpodcast.com to go to our Ko-fi or Patreon links as well. And uh, be sure to go ahead and visit multiversetonight.com to check out the affiliate marketplace, the links to our Public store, show notes, the occasional column, and so much more. Right now we have uh, all the trailers that were shown at San, San Diego Comic-Con and uh, a lot more. And uh, if you're a subscriber, please be sure to share us with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe. And leave us with, and uh, if you feel like leaving us feedback and let, want to let us know how we're doing, all the links are there. Uh, you can also send, go to uh, Multiverse Tonight at multiversetonight.com. Send us an email. You know, if it's special enough, who knows? Maybe I'll read it on air. Give you a thrill. Give me a thrill. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for our intro music and Lobo Loco for our outro music. And, uh, I'd like to thank you for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. Now, we'll be back in two weeks with the sci-fi edition. Now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Big Genre Productions. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.